Well, this is what you play for. You come down to one final regular season game with all of your goals on the line because Pete Carroll once told me that every year he sets out to win the division and that is what is in front of them as they host the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday night football. You'll hear the game right here on your home of the Seahawks, 97.3 Cairo FM. And the coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joins us as he does every Friday. Coach, great to talk with you today. What's up? Merry Christmas, Dory. Merry Christmas to you. Anything new since uh, you and I talked a week ago? Been a pretty uneventful yeah. week, it seems like. No, it's just, just a little Christmas holidays, a little <laughs> post-impeachment, you know, lots, lots of stuff going on. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh, well, let's start with, uh, I mean, the, the news of the week is the re-signing of Marshawn Lynch, which, uh, you know, after that game on Sunday, Pete, uh, it seemed like everybody was down because of the injuries, because of the way the game went. And uh, this news seems to have just sent a lightning bolt through the fan base here. Well, that's good because it's, uh, you know, both those guys coming in, Marshawn and, and Robert Turbin, both guys that, that are very meaningful to our program and have been, you know, from their past and all of the time they spent with us. And so obviously <clears throat> it's created a connection with the fans too, which is great. Um, the we're you know we've worked hard during this week. It's looked good. We look like uh, you know a little bit of yesteryear in the running game, and and uh, with a, a spark plug in in what Travis Homer brings, you know we got a chance to keep this thing uh, on a really high level. So we're going for it and looking forward to really good things. Take me through the game on Sunday because uh, I imagine you have to be really good at compartmentalizing when. When you start getting bad news, a couple of weeks ago it was Rashad Penny, but then you have uh, C.J. Procise with the broken arm. Then you have the fractured hip with Chris Carson. Uh, do you allow yourself even a second during the game to just say, oh, crap, or, or can you not do that for even an instant? I'm not really a guy that says crap very much, so uh, that wasn't exactly what was coming out. But okay. I, I was, uh, you know, just respond. We had to respond to it, and, we, and the first thing is just to take care of business, you know. And so uh, we had to figure out, you know, what we would do uh, once both guys were down in the game if if Travis had to come out for something, you know. And so uh, we were revving up Nick Ballour and talking to, uh, to David Moore and, you know, getting things organized for, you know, whatever could happen and see if we could come up with a solution. So we were solving problems basically, and there's not a whole lot, a lot of time to lament or wonder about, you know, what's why us or that kind of thing. We were just trying to get back to order and see if we win a football game. So take me through the the whole Marshawn thing because there were some rumors on Sunday and people just dismissed it as clickbait and and all of that. And uh, obviously seeing from the video that he had produced even before the injuries to to Chris and CJ. He was thinking about this, so can you kind of take me to the the genesis of how how things got kick started with you guys? Well, really, it was just a situation where John had been monitoring, you know, as he does all every position for what you know what could happen, what could come up, and so in this case, uh, there had been some conversation, you know, weeks before, matter of fact, even before probably the season started, you know, that you know Marshawn might be interested in coming back and playing or whatever, but that was just. You know, conversation, and, and but John has those kinds of conversations about every position and, and guys all over the league, and uh, and so um, when you know that we're, as we're winding down to the end of the season and we lost Penny, then uh, you know they look like there might be a spot. And I know Marshawn, his agent, were you know they were hopeful that something could come come about, 
And uh, so John just kept it, uh, you know, under his hat for a while. And then when all of a sudden, you know, we have the fallout of a couple of guys and that we really are in, in need. So it, it worked out well that he was preparing for it. His mind was right about it. He was mentally uh, already competing to get ready and, and all that. So uh, he jumped in here and he had a very good week with us and looked really good. So what is the process as you, I mean, at one point, you're kind of brainstorming. Marshawn, uh, Robert Turbin, all of these names. So what? where do you go from there, from the brainstorm to, okay, let's sign them to a deal? I mean, there's got to be a lot of intermediary steps in there that, that we don't know much about. Yeah, well, there's a lot of names, too. You know, there's yeah. guys on practice squads, and there's, there's running backs all over the league, you know, that you could pick from and all that. And, and, and so – there's, you know, it's not as simple as just a handful of guys. You know, there's a lot of names that John's working through, and they're constantly evaluating as guys, you know, as we're working through the season. So all of that was in, in, you know, in motion at the same time. And then uh, having a good relationship with the agent was important for for John and uh, uh, to, to get Marshawn, you know, connected with the thought of doing this. And and then it was just a matter of getting, you know, making a decision, you know, amongst ourselves. You know, John, and I had to figure out. You know, this, here's our choices. What do we want to do? How would this work out? And, and uh, we just worked our way through it, just in pretty normal fashion. There's no mystery here. Um, but there, there, it is a it is a, a, a big body of names that you can that you work from. We happen to find, you know have a guy that's got history. He's got special nature about him. You know, when you lose a guy like Chris Carson, who's been such a factor and such a, a mentality type of guy. Um, you know, Marshawn really kind of, you know, rung the bell a little bit. Like, you know, if he comes back in here and he's ready to go and keep our fingers crossed, maybe he, he'll come in here and, and, and bring the kind of juice that, you know, that he's always brought when he plays. And so we've always admired his his style of play, you know, and, and really thought it was emblematic of our team for years. And so it was uh, it was great to have a chance to, to think it through. And then when he comes out here and he works out well, he does well in his physical and, and gets through the, the conversations and all, he's ready to go with a really good attitude about, about helping, helping the Seahawks. So um, it, it came together. The other thing that struck me, Pete, is several weeks ago you and I talked about uh, when Earl Thomas came back to town. And, and you spoke very eloquently and, and I, I thought beautifully about, about how even with complicated relationships, uh, these are still your guys, and you've achieved some exhilarating things with them. And, you know, I, I thought about that conversation with Earl in in context with the Marshawn thing because, uh, like I said, exhilarating, complicated, all of those things, but uh, you don't ever seem to, to – to close the door on on anybody or anything, and in a case like this, uh, I, I can see why. Well, you know, I don't think it's as materialistic as that only. I mean, I'm not saying that that's how you're looking at it, but mm-hmm. people could. You know, you can wait so you get you know you can get these guys back in your program, but that's not that's not what it is. This is about relationships, and this is about working with guys, and and these guys go through a lot of stuff, you know. And you've heard me talk about that over over the years, Dory. That there's a lot happening in their lives, and they're not always, um, you know, maybe representing what is really at their their soul. They're trying to figure it out. They want to, but, uh, you know, there's so many things that are pulling on them in so many different directions. I kind of go to who I feel that they are at the very basics of the the person, and and I'm going to find find what I love about that guy, and, and I'm going to hold on to that, and I'm not going to let him change my mind on that. I don't care what he does, and so um, that's, uh, I don't know why that is or, or how that works, but that's just how I look at it. And so when you hear me respond to a guy that's been through this or that and with us or with whatever, 
I may not be looking at the same guy you're looking at. You know, I, I may be looking at a, at, a, at a different part of the individual and the part that I choose to, to look at to see them at their best and, and where they have the most to offer and where I think they have a chance to wind up, you know, or mm-hmm. and maybe ascend to. And, uh, and in that, you know, I'm always pulling for, for them to bring out their best side of themselves. And so um, I don't give up on that for whatever reason. And, and um, maybe this is that, you know, the, that's what you're sensing, you know, when I, when I talk about these guys. I don't have a, another motive here. Right, but right. I want to maybe get these guys back and get a couple more plays out of them. I'm not thinking <laughs> that at all. These relationships to me are much, much different than that and much deeper than that. Uh, a couple of days ago, you described your Monday meeting with Marshawn as memorable. You've had a lot yeah. of meetings in your time. What, what made it so memorable? Well, it, you know, it, it was great that for us to get back uh, sitting across from each other and talking about something that we both, you know, have is really dear to our heart, you know, and, and that's this game and this team and this this organization and and accomplishing, uh, you know, great things and and uh, everything that might have been uh, talked about otherwise about other instances and things that have gone on over the years or whatever, or whatever, you know, it didn't come up. We just talked about. He he told me what he had been through since he left and, and uh, the experiences that he'd had and how he'd appreciated um, the time that he spent here in, in ways that he couldn't measure back then. And, uh, uh, and, and I talked about what I felt about kind of the same thing. <laughs> and, uh, and we really had, it was really a, a heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul, man-to-man conversation that was, was very graceful and, and uh, only uplifting and, and, uh, in, in, in a sense, exciting as we look forward to the challenge that we're going into, you know, and, and it was immediate. It's coming up right now. I mean, we're already there. You know, here we go. On, we're on Friday, and then the game's coming up in a couple of days, and, and we're going to go see what we can do together. Now, the thing I'd like to say is that there's a whole lot going on with this football team that isn't Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yes, right. We've gone through a whole season of work, and, and we've, these guys have given everything they have all year long. They've been a remarkably extraordinary group to work with, and he gets a chance to jump in with them and, and bring what he can bring to them. And, and um, I don't think we should re- forget that. I, I think it's really important. You know, you, you're, like all every question has been about uh, you know about two four, and, and it's I, I fittingly so. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other stuff going on here, and, and which we're really proud of. And he's he is pleased and, and, and kind of grateful to be part of it. And, uh, and I, I really I, I, I say that, and, and I think it's maybe remarkable to some other people. He really cares, and he would like to see us do something really special, and he'd like to see if he can contribute to that. And, uh, you know, that's all I needed here. And then and, and on we go. We're going to give it a shot. Very cool. Okay, big game on Sunday. I know you got some things to, to fix. Uh, that game last Sunday – that was the most rushing yards a Pete Carroll Seahawks team has given up since your first year in 2010. Are those things that are are tweakable? That's called an 80 yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and and I mean, but but are there bigger issues there, or or is it just a breakdown no. in one play no, like that? No, no, we 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 got. We got caught by the by the running quarterback again. Both yeah. their quarterbacks made yards on us, and and uh, they amounted to seventy five yards in, in in scrambles, and uh, an eighty yard run is one hundred and fifty. You know, <laughs> you're right there already. You know, that's 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 the game, and and that those plays getting away from us. Um, that that's a different city. We're not playing that quarterback anymore. You yeah. know, so I'm that's a whole. We're on to whole different topics now and, and competing onward like you would want us to. And like I'm, I know you would know I would answer the question that way, too. And so on we go. So tell me about these 49ers. How are they different from uh, – and how are you different 
from when you went down there and and beat them, handed them their first loss of the year? Well, we'll find out. Um, you know, I'm anxious to get uh, JD. Uh, uh, back in the game, you know, uh, Clowney had a heck of a game against these guys. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks, and, and he's he's ready to go and raring to go. Uh, he really was a, a big factor in that game, and we haven't had him at his best for some weeks now. So uh, he feels really good. He's ready to roll, and we'll, we'll see what that factor is. So th- are we the same or are we not? In one regard, I want to see how he, he contributes to that. Um, the, the other side of it, you know, their their best player is playing in this game, you know, and, and uh, George Kittle didn't play in our game. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he's a factor in, in, in a lot of games and so we got to see if we can minimize his you know his part of the game and and uh, keep them down since then they were undefeated you know they hadn't been beaten when when we played them and and uh they've you know they're i don't know what they're four and two or something in the last six games you know so they've 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 had to figure it out a little bit you know and they've been in some really close games throughout their schedule now in in the second half of it and it's they're hardened and and they're competitive as, as you can want want to be but also, there's been a lot of close games, and they haven't had the same kind of uh, relationship with the wins as they've had before. You know, they've had to overcome odds and come from behind and all sure. that kind of stuff, where they're out in front and kicking butt the whole time before. You know, so they're different in that regard. And here maybe we got, better, and maybe better. We got another primetime game, and I've talked to you over the years, Pete, about your extraordinary record in primetime games, and you've told me that it's just that you approach it the same way; that it's because you don't put extra emphasis on it. And I still can't figure out that answer because the the league wants to match you up against the toughest opponents in these primetime games. And and it just seems like there is some extra little magic that happens when you guys play in primetime. And I don't know if it's something you can quantify, but just playing it the same way you do every other week, it doesn't seem to explain this extraordinary record that you have. It does that. That statement is, and as you hear it, minimizes what we're talking about. You know, I mean, and you can't help it because it just doesn't fit. But the point is, when you perform, and I'll try again. Yeah. When you perform, and in whatever you're performing at, if the environment or the what's at stake, or the or or uh, you know how much you you could benefit from it, factors into your mentality, then that is part of the mentality that could have gone towards focusing on the performance. And so that's where rivalries and matchups and, and the media and all that stuff can have a role in, in figuring on how well you perform, if, if, it, if it can detract from your ability to focus. Because really, uh, in performance, you want to be right there in the moment doing exactly what you need to be doing at that very moment. And if your mind is somewhat divided – then you're not all there. And so the whole idea for us, no matter where we're going or what we're doing, is to maximize our ability to focus on exactly what's right in front of us right now. So um, that, that, that's what that's all about. And, and it's been a long-time pursuit um, in discipline and, and understanding and, and trying to deal with the media and, and, and you know, the mentality that it takes to do that. And we've been a little bit better at it than other people uh, to, in, to some extent. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so, you know, that, that's I mean I, there, there's other stuff to it, but that's that's trying to you know get at it so you can feel a little more comfortable about understanding why. <laughs> I'm wrapping my brain around it very slowly. Well, look, okay. this this is about as good as it gets. The final regular season game, division title on the line, which means home playoff games. It just simply doesn't get much more exciting than this. 
Well, I, I hope in this time of year and people got a little break and you know everybody can really enjoy the heck out of it. Um, you know, our guys are going to go for it. Uh, we're going against a great team uh, based on this season, and uh, I'm hoping that they're going to run into a great team on on this Sunday, and 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 uh, it's going to be a heck of a matchup. Knowing us, it's good. It could be pretty. It might be pretty close, and. Uh, yeah, if we can pull that off and, and have a chance to win the game on the last play of the game, that'd be pretty exciting. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Pete. And uh, and regardless, I'll look forward to talking to you next week in advance of that uh, first playoff game, and hopefully it'll be a home game. We're working for it. We sure love to get that done. We'd love to bring it back home to, to the 12th. All right. All right. All my best, Happy Pete. New Year. Go get them. All right. Okay. Yeah. The, the coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joins us. And we're going to check the news for you and then much more straight ahead here on the Dory Monson Show.